Welcome to the Review Crew. With Fran and Emma. What's up, reviewers? It's your co-host, Fran, toddler mom, millennial, master baker, co-host of this podcast. And it's Emma, the other co-host, aspiring minimalist, person who's almost 13 weeks pregnant. Woo! Um, I already said aspiring minimalist. I was going to say that again. (laughs) (laughs) Maximalist in language, minimalist in objects. Yeah, that's me. Welcome How are you feeling? Party. Thanks for asking. I actually don't feel good. Oh. I just want to state to everyone, I don't feel good. I don't feel like I've felt good since before getting pregnant. No. And I just want everyone to know that. I'm so sorry. Is it subsiding at all? Because I feel like now like it should be starting to subside. Yeah. It's definitely better than it was at like eight weeks. Like I don't feel like I'm going to throw up all day. But I do just feel like exhausted no energy whatsoever and like a little bit nauseous all day um perfect that sounds horrible i'm so sorry it's not the best i'm so excited for to being pregnant though i want to just state that for the record but it's just not that fun no that fucking sucks and i know yeah that's just that's that's fucking baloney dude that sucks it is baloney um are you eating constantly that's the only thing that makes me feel good. I literally only feel good while eating. That's so important. I am not pregnant, and I also f- share that. <laughs> oh, yesterday. You- uh huh. Go ahead. Let me tell you this. Yesterday, what did I do in the morning? Oh, I made a freaking corn and poblano soup. It was like mm. really good. Like I made myself a whole homemade soup. Yeah. From obviously blade print ingredients, but it was mm-hmm. super, super good. I ate the entire pot of soup. Mm-hmm. Then, like, two o'clock r- rolls around, and I'm like, I start to think about chicken Caesar wrap. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, where do I get one? And I spend like an hour on my phone, just like, where do I get one? I can't leave the house. Like, I need one delivered to me <laughs> right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you can't, you can't get one delivered to you unless it's, you're going with like a sketch situation. You know, I wanted to mm-hmm. get one. Mm-hmm. So I had to take my butt 40 minutes into Manhattan to get <laughs> a chicken Caesar wrap. <laughs> and then I ate it and it was so good, but it was also so hot getting there. Yeah. And yeah, then I had to travel back. It's warm. Today it's like a high of 93. Oh, that's hot. That's hot. Yeah. With the humidity and everything. But um, I know I just felt ridiculous. But I was like, and I also felt so just like unwell on the way to getting the chicken Caesar wrap. And Mm -hmm. I was like, I don't know if I'm well enough to like be on this subway by myself. Like I could like get sick at any moment. (laughs) No, but it was like worth it for the wrap. That's um, I'm so glad that it was worth it and not like you then traveled and it was disgusting um that's very powerful I was about to I was literally about to ask you if you were having any cravings yet that you'd noticed <laughs> so the chicken caesar wrap that's one is there anything it's so else like- funny though because like everything that I like have had a craving for during pregnancy is just like a food that I also loved pre-pregnancy yeah so I'm like oh I think it's just me but yeah. the thing I yeah. feel like the urgency, I like to me, that's what the urgency. A pre- the urgency and then suddenly like, and I mean, I think I've said this before on the podcast, which is like, 
Like, it's like, I always have liked eating fruit. I've always liked peanut butter. And then at just some point it dawned on me that I was purchasing like 20 pounds of fruit every week, just like an absurd thing. And I've been doing that for weeks and just being like, yeah, I'm just eating a lot of fruit right now. I don't have any pregnancy cravings. And then I'm just like, no, this is like a fucking insane amount of food. Like, I feel it's just like the urgency for whatever food it is becomes higher and the quantity you eat becomes also uh, yeah. The quantity does become higher. <laughs> That's the thing is like once I had the idea of the wrap in my mind, I couldn't like there's so much good food that I could have had delivered to me. But I was like, mm-hmm. I literally don't want anything else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that was one thing. The other thing is I have this fixation on chocolate milkshakes now. And yes, that's been going great. That sounds so good. And just make it yourself. Chocolate ice cream in a blender, milk. Oh, I feel like you mentioned this. You want to review. You, we needed to. We needed to address oh, yeah. our previous ice cream reviews. Yes, I need to clar- clarify. Take back what I said about Briar's ice cream. Briar's chocolate ice cream. I only used it in milkshakes, but it was a ten out of ten perfect milkshake. So Briar's chocolate ice cream, you're solid. Excellent. It's and so what I. It is. And what I purchased yesterday is Trader Joe's chocolate ice cream. We haven't tested it out yet, Mm. but I'm excited. I cannot wait. I cannot wait for the side-by-side comparison, which I'm assuming you have to do is get have two milkshakes at the same time. It was funny because actually after I ran out of the Briars chocolate, I did like a little Haagen-Dazs chocolate Mm -hmm. and it tasted literally exactly the same. So that's when I was like, oh. Mm. Yeah, because I feel like one of the reasons you go Hagen Dazs is like there's less air in it. It's like yeah. it's, it's very like dense and creamy, so it's more concentrated. And then it's just like, but if you're making a milkshake out of it, you're like you're just fi- you just need it to be a certain consistency. So you're adding just probably extra milk to it to make it basically the same. Yes, and what I will say is I tried um, Whole Foods like 365 chocolate ice cream. Mm-hmm garbage disgusting talk <laughs> C- literally couldn't drink it in <laughs> it was like weirdly just like so dark it was uh-huh. not like the regular chocolate flavor of chocolate ice cream and it just tasted nasty interesting i do vaguely remember the 365 brand yeah. of ice cream being really not worth it ever yeah not good not good. Um, okay, I need to know, are you putting any toppings on your chocolate milkshakes or are you just doing straight icy cream and milk? Like how are how are you mixed? Are you boosting with chocolate syrup? What's the what's the deal? Absolutely no added ingredients, just chocolate ice cream, milk. And let mm-hmm. me going back to the urgency. This is like if I have lunch. Actually, when we recorded this podcast, I was like, I don't know if I have time to like make a milkshake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> because like a couple hours after lunch, it's like I need another meal, basically. But if I make the milkshake, then I'm like, I'm okay. I love this. Milkshakes are so good. I don't even know the last time I had a milkshake. Fuck. I know we've already talked about milkshakes on the podcast before, but it just sounds so good. Now I I get one. (laughs) This is also, saying this also makes it sound ridiculous. It didn't feel ridiculous at the time. But the other day, (laughs) like a couple days ago, I started my morning, made a smoothie, very healthy, blueberries, Mm -hmm. chia beautiful immediately rinsed out all the like mm-hmm. you know blender and stuff because I was like I know I want to make a milkshake <laughs> in a little bit <laughs> so okay so like had the smoothie with a blender a couple hours later made the chocolate milkshake mm-hmm. amazing mm-hmm. 
but then like four hours after that I like or like maybe it was like six hours after that I don't know it was a while later Mm -hmm. in the afternoon I was like now I really want another milkshake the blender (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but anyway um, okay, so your pregnancy craving confirmed is milkshakes, yeah. <laughs> like is chocolate milkshakes. We do that is not up for debate anymore. You are having them, and it is for chocolate milkshakes. Yeah, um, that's a ten out of ten. That's a ten out of ten, my good. friend. I love that. Um, okay, speaking of updates to things we previously reviewed, um, beep beep boop boop data processing. I mm. received two responses to my story about nasal rinses from Stephen <laughs> and his mom. They were not pleased with my retelling of what it was like when Stephen was rinsing his nose out as a teen. Um, he apparently did not use cold water; he used room temperature water, although it was still tap water and not distilled or pre-boiled. Um, and he also clarified that he obviously washed it beforehand, even though he didn't sanitize it. And his mom also clarified that she also would wash it to make sure that it was clean. And I'm like, neither of you are using the word sanitize, I will say. (laughs) Um, but just so that everyone knows, apparently they're worried that you think that they're gross. Um, and they're just like normal people. It's all okay. Everything's okay. (laughs) Important clarification. (laughs) Yeah. Just wanted to address that elephant in the room. Well, I think we should get into the meat and potatoes of this episode, which is okay. the bear. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. So spoiler alert, everybody, for season two of The Bear. I've just finished it. We're going to talk about it. So if you're worried about it being spoiled, you should probably skip ahead. So, okay. So, well, first, just give your overall take. Okay, overall, I was like, I mean, obviously, it's slower. It's slower to start. Yeah. A lot of the episodes are kind of slow, depending on the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite parts were the stressful restaurant parts. Yeah, yeah. Um, like the I, last episode. Yeah, like the last episode. I felt, okay, so it's funny to me is like, I think overall, I still liked the first season better. But I liked the ending of the second season better than I liked the ending of the first season. So I feel like I now it's like, I don't know, like I, I liked I liked that a little bit more. Um, and I fucking hated the girlfriend, Claire. What? Um, OK. Yeah. Whoa. I loved the girlfriend. I was like heartbroken at the end. I was like, how how can this be? OK. OK. This is interesting. I found her to have no personality at all her personality was she's becoming a doctor <laughs> yeah it's, it's like i like i just feel like what did she fucking add to like I, I what did she add to the show every scene that she was in i was just like this is just her smiling at fucking carmy and being just like yeah tell me about that i just wanted cute little carmy to finally find love and i'm like can he really not do that right no and that that so this is what i this is what i liked this is why i like the ending um basically i'm just like because i'm pro that storyline i guess of him like actually finding a supportive like happy partner um and then uh ha- fucking it up by being having like a toxic relationship to his job like i, I yeah. really liked that um, and I just wish I'm like, if they were going to give her so little personality, just actually put her in the show less. Like, you can have that storyline and have, like, done more with, I think, some of the side characters. Um, 
because just I feel like the time we spent with Claire was her yeah just being like oh my god yeah I used to steal stuff so I'm kind of that's how you know I (laughs) come from a scrappy little background but now I'm like a and in medical school so I'm also a good person and also I'm just gonna like call you all the time and like be really supportive of everything you do and I'm just gonna like get you out of your shell like that was her whole fucking thing and I'm just like who are you fuck off what I did find fake was when she was like it's just like I always knew I wanted to be a doctor like when I was a little kid I would just like see people bleeding and I would just like want to help or like whatever like whatever she would like say about like always wanting to be a doctor I'm like that's not how it works but yeah also twice in the show they're basically like working in the hospital is the same as working in a restaurant and I'm just like I hate to break it to everyone that's not true that's just like not true also Um, did you feel like there was a moment in like I think episode two or like really early on where it was mm -hmm. like is there going to be something between Io, Debris, and Carmi? Mm-hmm. Or, because I, I kind of was like, oh, is there going to be like a conflict romantically there where he's like, t- he's like pulled in two directions, but they didn't go that way. I wondered if that plot line would happen, and I'm glad that it didn't, because I feel yeah. like I would I would have been pissed off about that. Um, but so she I, is more lovable. Yeah, yeah. I know, like, I wish maybe there was more with her... Um, yeah, I like her a lot. I like her. What's it? Sydney? That's her character's name. Yeah, yeah. Um, I yeah, but that actress is great. I think her character is great. Um, I did like. Okay, this these. I'm just. I want to like. Okay, I want. I really liked it. I liked the season. I liked the ending. Um, there were a lot of things I really liked about it, but I just want to talk about the things that I thought were annoying. Um, this is my toxic trait. Um. Okay, so, like, I liked that they were focusing on other characters. Like, I loved Richie's episode. I thought that was so fun. Wait, is that the guy going to, like, um, like Amsterdam or whatever the fuck? Copenhagen? No, that's Marcus. That's the oh, pastry okay. chef. Richie is the cousin um, who the is goes and, like, polishes forks. Oh, yeah, that was good. That was a good one. I thought that was really good. I loved his characterization. Um, but then, okay, so then Tina... I'm pretty sure in the first season, Tina, like, has a teen son. Hmm. Um, And, like, I'm, like, I wish I'd seen any of her personal life. Because instead, when they gave, like, a whole episode to her that was basically her smiling as other people um, appreciated anything that she did. And -hmm. it felt a little white savior-y. And also just, like, why is your whole personality just, like, kind of being, like, (laughs) and smiling. And, like, looking like you might cry because you're smiling and happy. Because someone said something nice to you for once in your life. But I'm like, that can't be the whole fucking episode. That just Okay, that's interesting. Be. What I thought about that character is I was like, she went from, I feel like in the first season, I could be misremembering, but I feel like she was like kind of mean and grumpy. Mm-hmm. And then all of yeah. a sudden this season, it's like, she's happy and, and healthy and loving everybody. And yeah. Like, and Whoa. I'm just, <laughs> right. Like, exa- like, I feel like they just were like, let's do like a sassy Latina who's angry all the time. Like sassy, older Latina, angry in the first season. In the second season, we're going to have like a modest, humble Latina who's so grateful <laughs> to be here. And it's just like, can we just like have done maybe a character arc here instead of just kind of like flip flop to something else stupid? Um, yeah, Would have loved more out of her. Okay. I wanted to ask about the Feast of the Seven Fishes, though, because... Yes, wait, that was so good. Seamus and my other friends and I were all having a discussion about this one episode. Yes. Okay, okay. so you loved it. Loved it. Because here's what I thought about it. Okay. I also loved it. 
I thought the family dynamic was extremely realistic. <laughs> I loved yes. the mom character. Yes. Um, I loved the absolute chaos of any holiday with family. Oh, yeah. Um, but I thought the ending, spoiler alert, where she drives her car into the house was not realistic or necessary. Okay, so I would... I think that I... Hmm. I agree. Like, I want to say I agree. And I do feel that way basically about the whole show, which is, like, I think that they're focusing on... Like, I think when the show is at its best, they're doing... They're exaggerating enough to capture the feeling of what's going on, of what, like, the reality is, while it is exaggerated basically for a TV audience. Like, I feel like that's true with all the restaurant stuff, too. Um, Like, I think of back in the first season... And that one episode that's super, super stressful that has, like, no cuts and they, like, come into work. I mean, is it the final? No, it's not the final episode. But, like, where everything goes to shit and all the tickets won't stop printing right when they open. And mm-hmm. it's, like, they have to fire, like, everything they have in the kitchen all at once. And it's just, like, that to the level that that's happening. And then, like, you know, it's, like, Richie gets stabbed. It's just, like, it's fucking crazy. And it's just, like, basically that happens emotionally. Like, the feeling that episode conjures felt like a really fucked up day at work which I've had before even Mm -hmm. though it's never been actually like that bad like that was fucking crazy that would pretty much never happen um I'm sure it's happened somewhere but like it's pretty unrealistic that would really happen and I feel like a lot of the stuff is like that and it's the same thing to me with that episode and I think yeah exactly like that was the part that was just like this went from an episode where everything was believable to like now it's a little now it's exaggerated with her driving into the house but I feel like emotionally, um, emotionally moms drive into houses sometimes. <laughs> so <laughs> I've, I, I guess I was, I'm, I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. Did, did it take you out of the episode for you? Just at the end, I was just like, oh, dang, I feel like it was so realistic up to this point. But it was still fine. Also, yeah. I was just personally confused about the timeline of when that episode took place. But that's, I think I was just like not paying close enough attention when it splashed on the screen like yeah. however many years no, before. C- yeah, well, so it did it because, you know, they were opening all their episodes with weeks. Um, yeah. Like, oh, 10 weeks left. So then it was like 256 weeks earlier. And I definitely misread it. Yeah. And I definitely in my mind was like 256 days. And I was like, That's, Stephen, this okay. doesn't make any sense. How is this That's like less I... than a year away? And then and I, I was like, like, how yeah. is her girl? How is like the girlfriend of the cousin like pregnant at this point? If 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 she has a kid oh, yeah. now, I'm, I'm, I was it's... so confused. No, yeah, I was also confused and then was like, wait, no, this was like four and a half years ago. Like, this was, just, or four or five years um, ago. This was just me thinking that weeks were days, even though it did. Yeah. Uh, that's definitely what I did. That's so funny. Mm-hmm. Also, um, my friend's take on the episode was that it was a little bit too long. What? All right. Well, teach their own. I yeah. found every episode with Claire in it too long. Um,. <laughs> I wish I always just wish there was a little bit more with Marcus the pastry chef too like as a pastry person um and something Mm. that I find a little bit annoying is that basically like like I'm just like waiting for him to like make bad food at some point like I just feel like it's like his arc has been like you don't know how to do anything and then it's just like and now you just made this perfect cannoli that's a representation of Carmi's childhood. Dude, I did notice that too. I was like, okay, he spends one week in Copenhagen, comes back, 
immediately is cooking Noma level like right. food. And then and Stephen was saying maybe the timeline is confusing and he spent longer than a week there in the show. But then again, it's just like everything is heightened in the show. But yeah, that that's kind of annoying to me. I was I found that uh just like okay, sure, 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 sure. Um what else was I gonna say related to that? Okay, I've been seeing all on the internet that everybody wants to bone Luca the the Noma, the Noma pastry chef. Wait, let me picture him. Okay, I can't really picture him to be honest. So I guess he didn't really stick out to me. I also found him not that interesting. I feel like maybe like I'd call him Born. a solid six seven, like fine. Okay, but how do you find Carmi? You know, I think I thought I felt like he was. So I feel like. Season one starts. I'm just like, what a weird looking man. I know. Season one ends. I'm like, what a hot, weird looking man. Exactly. Season two begins. I'm like, still hot, weird looking man. Season two ends. I'm like, hmm. Hmm. I could pass. Interesting. What's what's your what's your arc? Is was it just all uphill? The logic side of my brain is like so short. And then the emotional side of my brain is like, but hot. <laughs> and it's hard to reconcile <laughs> yeah so it's it's complicated it's a complicated feeling i do love someone like i feel like he has like it's just like i love I, I just i do like i really like to look at people who have sort of like a really interesting yeah. face and like he looks like a cartoon character he sometimes. has the it factor he's got like a charisma that draws you in yeah yeah to his face <laughs> yeah i don't know yeah, I don't know. So I'm I'm not even I'm not really sure where I would rate him at this point. Yeah, me neither, to be honest. Yeah, I don't well, know. good. Yeah, so that. So I would okay. I'm trying to think if there's anything else I wanted to address about the show. Yeah, basically, how did you like the ending? I think Stephen was not super. Didn't love that. He didn't love the ending. I don't think he liked that everything was kind of like it was like good, but also all went to shit. I liked that everything was good and working without Carmi. I thought that was, like, yeah. cool. Like, mm-hmm. that was, like, a testament to, like, how well everything had been set up. Mm-hmm. But I did not like the girlfriend overhearing him say... I don't even know exactly what he said that was, like, so offensive and storming off. I was kind of like, I don't... I don't it was like a little contrived. Him. It was a yeah. little contrived. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because something that Steven found, I think, that annoyed him a lot, and I just sort of accepted as part of the show, because I, again, have, I think that Claire is a boring-ass character <laughs> who's just there to serve, like, whatever. Like, it felt like, it's like Manic Pixie Dream Girl, but with, like, less characterization. Um, It's like Serene Pixie Dream Girl, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> um, But anyway, that, like, basically like she works in a hospital so like if anyone would understand being really committed to your job having to work crazy hours yeah. not being very available that would be her and it's weird because like they kind of talk about that a little bit in one of their conversations but like not really and it's just like why didn't that it just yeah it's like the, so that her reaction would be that his reaction would be that at the end where he's like popping off about how there's no way he should he should just break up with his girlfriend because he's just distracted from the restaurant like that that's where he goes mm-hmm. and then that her reaction is to be like well no you fire. are locked in a walk-in so like maybe you're having a mental breakdown um and instead it's just like i'm leaving and i'm crying yeah okay and i feel like it's such a kind of cliche or at least just like very hollywood to be like you can only have one love 
or success at work. Yeah. Like, yeah. see, and this is okay. And this is what I liked about it is because I do think that that's really cliche and I think that that's really stupid. And I think that that is how a lot of people view working in restaurants and view being business owners. Mm-hmm. Um, and where they're actually just blowing up their own life constantly by like mm-hmm. not ever remembering uh, what a boundary is and having sort of like and like just really never like sitting down with themselves to think about what they actually want. And so I I really actually I liked that I felt like he had he did that because I'm just like, this is stupid. This isn't your only option. And you're doing this dumb fucking thing anyway, just like I watch so many people do constantly because people actually um have a really hard time working on themselves or having boundaries so i found that realistic if stupid (laughs) dude the boundaries word is reminding me of the whole like jonah hill drama that's like going on did you hear that about this um sure let's okay let's give this a quick let's give a quick rating to season two of the bear and then let's move on and we'll give a rating to jonah hill (laughs) okay you go first Mm, i want to say maybe it was it's like in the like seven eight seven eight. Probably, I want to say eight because I'm definitely like still very interested in the show. Yeah. But moments of it were more like a six seven to me, even though overall I think it's like an eight. It was also just like so crazy to have so many huge celebrities in that one episode. <laughs> yeah, it was a little distracting. Yeah, it was a little distracting. It was like oh another one and another mm-hmm. one. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yes, I, I I was gonna copy whatever you said, and I feel like eight is accurate. Perfect. Seven eight. I love that. Um, um Jonah Hill. I mean it's gonna be old news by the time this pod comes out. Yeah, I feel like it's already old news now. Okay. But let's discuss <laughs> anyways. Jonah Hill, you're a fucking zero. No one cares yeah. about you. Except for Super Bad was a good movie, but Super Bad was a good movie. Super Bad was very funny. At the time it came out, I would rate it a ten. At the time of now, I have no idea. Okay, um, I watched the whole documentary of him and his therapist. Okay. Oh, okay. I don't tell me about this. Well, it's not very exciting. It's just like it's him talking to his therapist. His therapist has some like bold ideas about like this is basically like shortcut words to describe complex processes emotionally. And he feels like he's like invented a bunch of stuff, which was kind of seemed like a stretch. Seems like he's not a good therapist. Well, this is the thing is like it kind of justified some of my negative thoughts about therapy by being Mm -hmm. like i feel like all his you know all his language in the text the abusive texts were like very much like i'm in therapy i'm setting a boundary blah 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 Mm -hmm. and i feel like therapy can just only do i don't know sometimes it sometimes doesn't help yeah it doesn't help i mean i 100 percent agree with you that therapy sometimes does not help it often doesn't help i think for a lot of people I think that there are a lot of like, yeah, like that's and I think that's what I've seen online a lot, which is just like, yeah, using this sort of therapy language to just be actually really controlling of another person. Like you don't get to create a boundary for yourself that is actually a boundary for another person. That's a sort of an insane boundary to have. (laughs) Um, And like, like. Uh, yeah on the one hand I think the therapy in general probably doesn't work for everybody and also just like that yeah there's just like a lot of like shitty therapists also um yeah and that uh that's a bummer that's a bummer but we don't have to dwell too much on that because I actually have a big review oh okay the people want to hear my review of past lives oh yeah okay no don't spoil this though because I do want to see I will not spoil this one 
Um, but I will say it was disappointing, guys. No. Disappointing. I was really, really, really excited for this. I wanted it to be like the notebook level heartbreak, romance, excitement. Um, it's very slow. Mm. <laughs> Just be ready to be absolutely chilling <laughs> watching a film for an hour and 40 minutes. Okay. It's basically just like taking a stroll. <gasps> okay. Um, so if you're ready for that, you're ready for that. I was not. I was expecting to be on the edge of my seat. Like I always am expecting <laughs> <at> the movies. <laughs> uh-huh. You're expecting thrills at all times. Also, I dragged my pregnant ass into Manhattan. Mm-hmm middle of the day mm-hmm. which was a lot of effort again a yeah lot of effort a pregnant ass is a big ass it's a lot to haul around <laughs> i got a like pepsi um icy very exciting mm. that was actually really good that was a good investment um because i needed like something fun to do <laughs> during the like fucking long movie <laughs> um anyway but i will say i still was emotionally invested in it and i still cried also, did you, I cried from the bear. I actually cried really hard from the bear season two. Did you cry? Oh, uh, no, I didn't. No, there you go. When did you cry? At the end. At mm. the end. I just felt extremely stressed. Yeah, it was stressful at all. Um, but that was fine. That was fine. But yeah, I cried at this one too. So I'm like, oh, okay, it must have affected me somewhat. Yeah, you're also in your preg world. Yeah. I was crying all the time. I mean, I still cry a lot, but because um, <laughs> that's just kind of my vibe. Um, but I definitely uh, cried a lot while I was pregnant. Do you think that that's part of it? Maybe. I feel like this didn't happen during past lives, but I feel like certain things in the past couple of months, I've been like starting to cry. And the, the feeling of starting to cry actually makes me feel sick. Like it feels like really bad. I feel like that is something that should be interrogated. I feel like it's just the morning sickness situation. Could be. I don't Could know. Be. I don't know. Wait, so to think about that. <laughs> so <to know. laughs> you think it's deep? Is it deep? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Who knows? Um, yeah, definitely. Okay. Wait, so do you have more to say on past lives before I, I ask mean, you I more about it? I mean, I can't spoil it, but it okay. is... It is just slow i i will say the, the scenes of new york city i love because we mm-hmm. love new york city and that's cool it's kind of got the like manhattan woody allen movie like vibes where it's just mm. showing like some nice you know views nice but yeah mm. that is what it is did you give it a number rating i already forgot i give it a 6.8 oh yeah not too good not yeah. too good maybe i won't see it we'll see um okay have you cried at music yet have you cried just listening to music? Um, you know, initially, when I first found out, I was crying a lot at a couple songs mm. that reminded me of finding out that I was pregnant. Aww. But I haven't really lately been crying. I mean, I've been mostly listening to, like, freaking Beyonce and Lady Gaga. <laughs> okay, yeah. <coughs> All right. Go. Well, please keep your poor cough. Are you still coughing from your illness? I'm still coughing, but if you can notice, I feel like it's less funny. Yeah, it sounded it sounded less a little like dry. Yeah, more of dry. <laughs> Do, uh, yeah, sorry that uh, that reminded me of something. I'm gonna bring it. I'm gonna bring it later. Ooh, I want to hear it. I want to hear it. Um. Okay, I guess I'll just go into it now. Um, what time is it? 
What time is it? Oh, yeah, I want to hear it, about Sylvia. Sorry. It's time for the motherhood minute. Sylvia time. I have, like, a number of Sylvia updates. Um, but the thing you just reminded me of, with the yucky coughing sound, um, is that Sylvia, we, like, brush her teeth in the sink now. Mm-hmm. Um, and because before we were, like, having her basically just lie down in bed, it was, like, the easiest way to, like, brush her teeth. And now she stands on a chair at the sink, and we brush her little teeth, and we try and get her to spit. She doesn't have to spit yet. We just, like, put a mm-hmm. tiny amount of toothpaste on. Um, but Stephen, I swear to God, the man... Is, makes the grossest spitting sounds. They like, so loud, so unnecessary. <laughs> I don't know why he spits in this way. That is just like a manly, like hawking, like oh. yeah. And I feel like because he was trying to teach Sylvia how to spit out her toothpaste, we've been trying to teach it. He was also like emphasizing it more in a way that he wouldn't <laughs> normally do, just while brushing his teeth. And he doesn't like spit all the time. He's not like one of those guys that just spits on the sidewalk. He like would never. Um, but when he does spit, it's just like. A lot more sound than I ever really need to have present in my life. Um, but I noticed Sylvia sometimes when we're brushing your teeth, just bit her like fully, like, like making that sound. Dude, she's so like, good at noises. Dude, her honestly, okay, because you were mentioning her accurate snoring. She was doing her at her play napping again recently, and I was just like, damn, that is really good snoring. <laughs> it's like better than i could do it, it's on it's really good like i was watching her do it and i'm just like like she's getting like like a back in your like a back of your sinuses yeah. nasal passage like sound <laughs> like i don't even know uh, oh, funny so smart. maybe you she'll know. be an actor that would be awesome maybe god was <laughs> you and i've talked about um what if we have a little theater kid babe um we'll see um but anyway yeah. so i rate sylvia doing i rate steven spitting sounds zero out of ten He's my husband, who I love. He can do whatever he wants. He knows I have this feeling. Um, <laughs> Sylvia's spitting sounds extremely funny. Eight out of ten, because um, still gross. I like have I like hate those kind of sounds. Anyway, um, but the other stuff I was gonna say, these are all sleep related. I have three, or I have three sleep related <laughs> things. Um, which is basically like, so we're in this process right now of not being sure if Sylvia's ready to stop napping. Um, because she just kept not going to sleep at night. So she would not sleep until like nine, nine thirty, which mm. is like too fucking late. And so we're just like, well, maybe we need to, this is maybe the sign that we need to like cut out her midday nap. She's down to like one nap a day. Mm-hmm. Um, and has been for like months now. Mm-hmm. It's really okay. It wouldn't be crazy. It's early, but it wouldn't be crazy. So we've tried cutting out naps, and she's just like, sometimes she's fine, but she's been super cranky. And you know what? She's still not going to bed on time. Like, I thought, like, okay, we're going to cut out naps. She's been tired and cranky since 3 p.m. Um, she'll certainly go to bed. If I start putting her to bed at 7, she'll definitely be asleep by, like, 7.30. No. I put her to bed at 7. It was, like, 8.30 when she finally fell asleep. I was in there for so fucking long. Um, so that's just like been a whole thing. So trying to figure out when nap time needs to end versus you're just like in a sleep regression where they're fighting you. Um, and so you should just still give them naps. It's just like the whole thing is a mess. It's a fucking one out of 10. Um, and then remember my, I was like, wow, I have a genius, brilliant baby. Everything is perfect. My perfect sleep Mm -hmm. angel, because I was like, sometimes I can walk out of the room and just let her chill and she'll chill on the bed with her stuffed animal. And then I'll come back in 10 minutes later and she'll be asleep. And I was like, this is amazing. Um, It's not working anymore, you guys. 
it's oh, not no. working anymore. You know what happens now? If I tell Sylvia, because what I would do is I would always just be like, you know, I'm going to leave and I'll come back. But I just need you to, like, calm down because you're clearly not ready to sleep. So you can, like, be here, whatever. Now, if Steven or I do that, she almost, depending on how tired she is, she'll either immediately cling to us or start crying and cling to us and tell us not to leave. Aww. Um, And then if we do leave, she does cry really loudly get out of bed we always shut the door behind us and then knock on the door like she was knocking on the door crying going mama mama knocking so obviously i couldn't listen to that very long and like and again like the whole thing before was like oh she would complain a little bit but if she started really crying i knew she would not go to sleep she just worked herself up too much but sometimes she would just complain for a while and then fall asleep and it'd be fine this is like now every time she's fully getting out of bed and just knocking on the door and yelling for us and it's just like she's not gonna fucking fall asleep on her own while standing at the fucking door um and then sometimes i'm just like well maybe she'll fall asleep fast if i like i let her do that for five minutes and then i'll go in and like comfort her and put her to bed and she'll be like extra tired and like ready to sleep and it's just like no then she's just like chilling again like ready to like be kicking me in the face um so that's a zero out of ten um and then i will say that <laughs> the other night the other night sylvia just woke up at like <laughs> she, sorry this is so funny to me <laughs> she was lying like her head directly like next to steven touching steven's head their heads mm-hmm. are next to each other and she just wakes up and fucking screams <laughs> not like crying just like a shout just a yell just like ah <laughs> just like <laughs> no reason Because it was on Steven, obviously. It was, like, just straight in his ear. Just, like, suddenly, 2 a.m., let me just shout as loud as I can. Um, And so I obviously immediately, like, both of us, like, bolt awake. And I immediately grab Sylvia because I'm like, Steven is always so cranky when he wakes up in the middle of the night. As is would be normal when woken up being screamed at. Or just being woken up in the middle of the night. But I'm like, immediately I'm like, Steven's going to like throw Sylvia out of like sleepy rage. <laughs> he obviously would never do that. But I had a moment of like, I'm going to snatch her really quick before just like Steven has an impulse to just like swat her or something. <laughs> and so I just like grab her and I like hold her and I'm just like, what's going on? And she's just like, I sad. And then she just falls asleep again. <laughs> oh. Her saying I sad is like the cutest like way of saying it. It's so it's funny. It's so cute. It's really funny. It's cute and it's also <laughs> so annoying because it means that she's she's constantly is I sad at me for when <laughs> I'm trying to like do dishes and not holding her or trying to get her to fall asleep and she's not fa- wanting to fall asleep. Um but that whole situation, I mean honestly in retrospect it's like a 10 out of 10 because it's so funny to me in the the reality of it was like a 3 out of 10 because it was again in the middle of the night she just screamed at steven's ear adrian and i have been occasionally uh talking to each other in sylvia in sylvia's manner and just being like i sit in or like <laughs> i, I, I wake like we're like i sit in. <laughs> she's it's, so cute 
it's very it's very uh like i feel like the baby language when you hang out with a baby for a few days it like is very infectious i remember that even like before like obviously way more now with sylvia because she's here all the time i find myself thinking like like at work or something if some like if i'm like tired at work i just want to be like i sleepy i sleepy as she always does um which no one else really cares for um (laughs) And I, I remember doing that with my nephews, too. Um, like, I remember my nephew a little bit, like, younger than Sylvia, probably around, like, 18 months. With my first nephew, he used to say, boom, for your belly. Um, <laughs> and which is just, like, so cute and funny. I don't even know why he would say boom. But, like, it would just be like I'd see my stomach in the mirror or in the shower. I'm just like, hmm, boom. Um, and he would also call butter and toast a boom and toot, which I said for so long. So it's That's so cute. cute. Ugh so cute this baby talking you know what i realized also because sylvia does i sleepy or i sleep in and she also says i waken when she says yeah. she's awake <laughs> that's very cute and i was trying to like and that's always been weird to me because i never describe myself as waking like i don't <laughs> use the word waking and then i'm like um i'm pretty sure it's in baby beluga you'll soon be waking is a line in baby uh. beluga which we has been like a song we've sung to her since forever Dude, and she really knows the lyrics to that song, too. I tried yeah. to sing it, and I couldn't get really past the first verse, and I feel like she, like, knew. She knew I was <laughs> I was faking it. I was messing yeah, it yeah. up. No, she, she knows. She knows that song for sure. She'll sing along a little bit with us. Um, So I'm like, maybe that's it. That's what it's coming from. Because I could never figure out why she's never learned, like, something similar to Awake and says, Waken. Um, <laughs> so I think it must be that. <laughs> And I would say I have one additional, my last Sylvia update, which is that um, she's still constantly talking. She still has a continued Chepo obsession. And now occasionally I'll be holding her and she'll just kind of put her mouth where my boob is. And I can just tell that that's what that's what's happening. She's like kind of pretending to nurse. And I'm like, okay, whatever. And now we have to talk about how, like, that's for little babies and you're a big baby. So, like, you're not doing that anymore. Oh, um, so cute. And then so sometimes she'll put her mouth on my boob and then she'll just be like, like, not like open or anything, like not actually trying to nurse, not on my, not on my naked tit, just like mm-hmm. <laughs> setting her mouth on my boob on my shirt. And then just like, well, someone would be like, baby Chepo, baby eat Chepo. And I'm just, oh. yeah, this is true. Um, And that's just like still weird, still guilts me a little bit, is also very funny. I rate that a five. Dude, speaking of breastfeeding, I would like to review some Prime Day deals. Ooh. Just kidding. But I looked at Amazon's Prime Day (laughs) deals. Just kidding. Well, I was like, okay, I have a whole, basically a whole baby registry full of shit that I like want slash need to buy like eventually so i'm like oh if there's going to be like some massive sale on amazon like i'm sure some of these items will be on sale right Mm -hmm. no absolutely nothing except Mm -hmm. for one item that i'm very excited for called silverettes and they're these silver nipple covers for your nips for breastfeeding or whatever and they're supposed Mm -hmm. to be like you know of them i've heard of the nipple covers i've heard of the nipple covers they're like anti it's supposed to be like antimicrobial like you know prevents them from getting like chapped because it's like they're not rubbing against any cloth or anything they'll just like protect them and so i definitely like wanted to get these um had them on my registry and then, <laughs> and 
and what ended up happening so i ended up purchasing from them myself mm-hmm. today um for amazon prime day and what really sold me was the realization that they come in two sizes okay mm-hmm. they come in regular mm-hmm. and extra large mm-hmm. <laughs> and <laughs> when i was looking at the like measurements it's i was like realizing like i'm gonna have to get the extra large mm-hmm. and i was like mm-hmm. And then, because I already felt like a tiny bit weird, but not that weird about having like silver nipple covers like on my baby registry. So I'm like, whatever. People know breastfeeding's a thing. Like it's not like yeah. crazy. But I was like having extra large silver nipple <laughs> covers. I was like, now I'm a little uncomfortable. <laughs> so uh, I did go ahead and purchase, and I can review once. Once I, I can't use wait. Them. Try them on early. Let us let us know. <laughs> um, and I, yeah, I also I bought am... something else. Oh, what else did you get? Wait, tell me what you think of silverettes. Um, so I don't really know a lot about them, but like I guess like I'd heard about those and I feel like for some reason it didn't sound like I feel like they might be a thing. Like I was under the impression they were a thing that sort of sounded too good to be true and that maybe mm. didn't work that well or like had downsides that I wasn't interested in. But I also I don't know because like I definitely didn't look into anything like that until I was in like a postpartum daze. And mm-hmm. so my ability to read information, understand it, or take any action <laughs> was extremely <laughs> limited. Um, so I'm very oh. interested to know how that goes for you. Yeah, I'm excited to have them on hand. And they were on sale. So what, what harm could it be? You know? Exactly. Exactly. Why not try it? I mean, honestly, anything to save your nipples some chapping uh, exactly. is worth trying at least once. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The other thing I bought is a pregnancy pillow yes okay describe i'm so excited i got the mom cozy with the cooling fabric the choice was like vel- do you want velvet and i was like absolutely not mm. cooling fabric sure yeah that sounds great okay is it just like a giant body pillow is it cur- like in a u it's shape it's a is full it- u shape and so i'm yeah. a little nervous it might not fit in our bed no but... you'll you'll fit it i had one yeah. of those you're fine okay good and you had like a queen size bed. Yep, we got a queen. Perfect. perfect. Okay, perfect. I definitely took up a lot of the bed, but if it, if that's what you got to do. Mm-hmm. Exactly, dude. I'm, I'm so glad. I fucking loved my body pillow, my U shaped pillow. It was great. Um, and I got my sister didn't have one. I think for her first two pregnancies, and I got her one for her third because she had bought me the one that I had. Um, and she mm. also loved it. They're super great to have and just comforting, like very enjoyable also mm. just for the rest of your life, basically. Exciting. I'm excited. I don't know how I'll like store it, but it doesn't matter. I mean, what we did. So like I didn't really I mean, I haven't actually slept with it like in it in um, since I was pregnant. We still like have ours. So I basically just like have it now as like a floor pillow in Sylvia's room because it's just like a giant pillow she can kind of nestle in. Um, but for a while we were using it, especially because I basically just lived in bed for so much of postpartum, <laughs> like my maternity leave, basically, of just like having a newborn with me in bed and being there all the time was just having it as an extra like bolster pillow under my regular pillow for like mm. sitting up and stuff. That's nice. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. You could always do that if for now. Or just Did you start, have like a just start using brand? it. Um, I don't remember what it was, yeah. Uh, yeah. but it was great. But I don't, I don't know. I haven't heard anything, like, particularly good or particularly bad about anything related to, like, giant body pillows. Okay, good. Yeah. 
Um, but I feel like you should just start sleeping with it immediately because it is so comfortable to just like if you like to sleep on your side and then you can just like be cradled. It's so good. I'm so excited. Yeah. Yeah, it's the best. I because like yeah, like Steven used it once because like I would get up for work hella early on my on the days on Steven's weekend when I was still working, and sometimes he would just get in it. Um, <laughs> and he would sleep in hella long using that because it's just like extremely comforting. <laughs> Did you use like a head pillow also? Mm, or no, I don't think so. I don't okay. think so. Cool. Yeah, yeah. So let me. I can't wait for you to get it and to fully review. I will definitely fully review. I'm trying to think if I have any other little little reviews. Oh, I have something that I feel like you will have um, opinions on. Oh, good. Um, so maybe we'll do that. Which is that um, my boss recently went to NYC and she brought back a bunch of packaged milk bar cookies. Oh, God. And also crack pie. Um, okay. I've had both of these. Okay. Tell me your opinion on cookies in general. Do you have a favorite? Do you have a least favorite? Overrated, underrated, and on the crack pie. I want to hear your unadulterated review. Milk bar in general, what I like from them is their soft serve with their cereal milk soft serve with the crispy crumbles, the like little cornflake mm. crumbles or whatever. That's really good. And their birthday cake is really good. And now you can get like a slice mm. of it, which is nice. But and the crack pie, I think the first time I had it, I was like, this is good. I feel like it's really sweet. Yeah. Like, you don't really want to eat that much of it. Mm-hmm. And then the cookies I was not a fan of. I just, again, really sweet. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. It was just kind of shocking to me how everything was like so sweet. So she brought us like, I don't know, four or five different flavors of cookies. So obviously I opened each one and ate a piece of each one mm-hmm. instead of choosing a cookie to like take <laughs> home. Because um, I was like, I'm a pastry chef. I have to. I yeah. have to know. Um, and there was one that had like marshmallows and cornflakes. It might have been yeah, the, it's like, like compost. Yeah, yeah, the compost cookie. I felt like that one. Like they were all really sweet, but the compost cookie because it had all the other stuff going on. That one I really liked, and then the corn cookie I really liked also. I don't um, think I've tried that. I think I've only actually had maybe the compost one. The compost one I felt like is was pretty good. The other ones were like. They were just like, I would never, I mean, I probably wouldn't get, maybe I would get the corn cookie again. That one was my favorite. I don't think any yeah. of the other cookies were worth like getting again. And then, yeah, yeah. The I was like, yeah, it is good, but it is like, it's kind of just like I'm eating toffee, mm. soft toffee. And like, it's just stuck in my teeth and it's just like, it's so sweet. Like, I, I don't know. I thought it would be like, like, it's so famous. I thought it would be like a revelation. And instead it was like, yeah, this is like a lot of sugar to have at once and it like tastes kind of (laughs) good i don't know i was like i would rate the crack pie probably like i guess they don't call it that anymore it's called milk bar pie um right i was gonna say i also read that it was like offensive or something but yeah yeah. which is like yeah that makes sense um i would rate that like a seven um for having a small piece of it i would never want to have that for an occasion though because yeah exactly like, not gonna like, seek out. yeah not what I'm looking for the cookies overall are like I feel like on average given how famous this place is especially it's like a five because I could really take it or leave it and then the corn cookie yeah. was like a seven eight I feel like I'm biased against the cookies though because I'm never like seeking out a cookie if I'm going to a bakery there's just so many good things and it's like yeah. a cookie is never at the top of my list yeah I'm a sucker for basically like 
any like super chocolatey cookie with salt on it I get mm. excited about I really That's like nice. shortbread so I always am trying to get shortbread at places but yeah it's just like yeah I'm not I don't usually spend a lot of money on cookies but it is one of those things it's like especially if a bakery is really good yeah there's occasionally where I'm just like I would assume that the cookie should also be hella good so if I'm in the mood for a cookie it should be delightful like at the last place I worked um the chocolate chip cookies were just like fucking bomb like they were just like really good um what kind was it like what kind of chocolate chip um, I think they most I, I feel like they used like big chocolate discs like it like mm. melting chocolate it wasn't actually like chocolate chips mm-hmm. um, and then it was like it was like an overly complicated annoying recipe that like you couldn't just like use brown sugar you had to use like white sugar brown sugar and molasses and it was like mm. seemed like a pain in the ass um, but uh, but they were fucking delicious and like really pleasantly chewy and crispy on the outside hmm intriguing yeah. I enjoyed. I enjoyed. Uh, all right. Well, I'm glad we agreed. Did you ever watch um, Christina Tosi? Oh yeah. On a top or what is it called? Chef's table. Like chef's table. Yeah, I did. And then I saw a clip of her and Allison Roman being BFFs in the kitchen, and I was like, "You're they very annoying be. to me." <laughs> yeah, they annoying. fucking would be. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all we'll say about that, I guess. Yeah. Um, all right. Do you have any do you have any final words? My final word is I wish cake was easier to come by. Do you know what I mean? Dude, I wish I was closer to you so that I could be bringing you cake to make it easy to come by. That'd be so good. You could just bring it from work. Just like a slice. Yeah. Oh, be yeah. So good. If only. This is why you have to you do have to move back to California at some point. Or we both have to move somewhere else that we can both yes we both have to move to like north carolina or something yeah i don't think it's gonna happen (laughs) here i go (laughs) all right well um yeah cake is a 10 out of 10 when good and is but when not found zero out of 10 need to have more cakes more delicious cake desert there's no good cake in this neighborhood I feel like it's actually hard to get just, like, a solid slice of cake. Yeah, it is very rare. Like, I feel like cake shops are usually, like, really fucking expensive, and the cake is often, like, fine. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Well, I I wish you luck on your cake search and your cake journeys. It's like, I I know where good cake is. It's just, it's so far from my house. I feel like on your next high-energy day, you should get it, slice it, freeze it. (laughs) And like like wrap each piece individually, freeze, and then you can just thaw yourself a piece of cake every day. That would be amazing. That would be a lot of, of work. Yeah, well, but maybe make Adrian good. do it next time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm oh. like, what's the next holiday that like you need a gift for your anniversary? For yeah. Your anniversary, this is what you should demand. Perfect. So that's kind of far. See if there's something for Labor Day. For Labor Day, yes. <laughs> yeah. For all my labors. Yeah. All right. Well, I think uh, we close it here. Yeah. All right. Well, you're my That's perfect off. 10. You're perfect Beautiful, 10. Beautiful, perfect 10 pregnant lady. Um, reviewers, you're all perfect 10s. Get at us. Brandonofapod.gmail.com. At the review crew pod on Instagram. I almost said our name wrong. Um, <laughs> just talk to us. Tell me what I hear about. What's going on? How are you? This- 
Oh, I hear Sylvia yelling at Steven. I do need to go immediately. <laughs> okay. Okay. Bye. bye.